Welcome to the Brand Led Podcast. We're your hosts, Kane Baker and Lisa Dondreo, co-founders of the branding studio, Baker Creative. We're on a mission to help you gain clarity in your brand and fulfillment in your work life. From strategy to visuals and beyond, we're arming you with bite-sized branding insights to help you build and grow a brand-led business. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Brand Led, where we share practical branding tips and insights to help you guys, our good friends, our service-based business people, attract high-value customers. And Lisa, can you believe it? We're at episode number 26 and today you're in for beauty because we're talking design and specifically we're going to be talking about color and sharing some tips with you guys on how you can go about choosing your own brand palette. Yes. I'm looking forward to this one because you're going to be taking the reins uh, on the podcast. Um, out of the two of us, Kane's the only one with a design degree. So I'm going to sit back. I'm going to pretend that I'm you know, branding my business. And I just want to know, how do I go about picking my brand colors? Even if mm. I'm getting help with this, like what's the process look like? What's the first step? What do we do? Well, thank you for asking and congratulations on your rebrand or your new business. <laughs> um, Thanks. So before we get into the weeds on color, the first thing that you're going to need is direction. Mm-hmm. So what do, I, what do I mean by that? Well, you need to know what your brand is trying to communicate and to, to who, mm-hmm. okay? The last thing I want to do is pluck colors out of thin air, you know, scroll through hundreds of websites because you're probably just going to settle on colors that are based on your per- personal preference, which is okay, but it might not be what your ideal cu- client resonates with or what makes you stand out from your competition. Okay. So let's just say that I have a brand strategy in place. Mm. Um, I know my target market, my ideal buyer. I know my brand personality. I have our big idea in play. That's um, good work. That's very, <laughs> very quick. <laughs> yep. Done all the hard work. Um, and we have like a set of words that are going to describe our future positioning, you know, okay. how, how we want to be perceived. And we also have our personality. So these are the attributes that describe how we'll behave in line with our positioning. Yep. So um, I've also taken a look at the people in our industry who offer the same service as us as well. So I've done a bit of a competitor analysis. You've done some work. <laughs> perfect, perfect. That's a good starting point. So Lisa, what kind of field are you in? Um, so I'm actually a nutritionist. Oh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> yes. And my target market is women who are hoping to fall pregnant or who are pregnant and whose diet may not be optimal for a healthy pregnancy. So um, I've decided that my brand is going to be decidedly research-backed. I want people to know that my brand is really credible and always at the precipice of the latest research. Um, I'm going to pride myself on being really thorough with testing and always sharing the latest research with my patients. Um, So my goal really is to provide people with all the information and knowledge that they need to feel really informed and not just dish out recipes or plans without really giving people reasons as to why they need to do those things. So, Okay. And what about personality? Um, my personality archetype is going to be the sage, given my um, my focus on being research-backed yeah. and also a little bit of the caregiver because you really do need that um, personalized approach and, and caring attitude when it comes to um, this sort of topic. So um, I've got words um, in my positioning like evidence-led, um, supportive, freedom, autonomy. So they're the kind of ideas that I want to be known for. So um, Mr. Designer Kane, um, <laughs> what kind of color palette should I be considering based on everything I just told you? Okay. So there was a lot there. You said you're a nutritionist targeting pregnant women. Uh-huh. 
So I'm going to say pink. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, look, just kidding. So the first thing I would do is look at the other brands in your space. So uh-huh. primary and secondary competitors. Yep. Um, and this isn't to copy them or, you know, going to dictate your color choices. It's just so you can make sure you're going somewhere different to them. Mm-hmm. And it can help if you're weighing up a few options, you know, it can help make that final decision, right? Would you ever, you wouldn't say like... Um you know, you would never base your entire decision around that. Like if your competitor is using blue and it's really appropriate for your brand, you can still use blue, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, so, but it just, it can help you to differentiate if you're kind of tossing up between the fi- a few choices. Yes. Cool. So, I'm um, sorry, back to… You know a lot for a, for a <laughs> client. <laughs> cool. So, I looked at my competitors and I'm seeing a lot of pinks and, you know, those like skin tony, beige kind of soft mm. colors. Okay, fantastic. So… You're going to want to look to your brand personality. And before, I think you said the sage and the caregiver? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you could look at introducing some additional warm secondary hues or maybe you could look to the opposite side of the color wheel. But at the end of the day, you're going to want to make sure it's appropriate for your audience and your offer. And given your industry and the service that you provide, uh, I'd probably lean towards colors which are relaxing, a bit more muted and dialed back and not overly intense and vibrant. Okay, awesome. That's a good starting point. And wait, sorry, I forgot. I'll also add that your competitors could have a similar color palette, but the way that you apply color can actually change the whole mood and the feeling, right? Okay. What do you mean by that though? Um, <laughs> well, let's say you've gone with a peach color, okay? Uh-huh. Um, and your competitors are using using that color as a secondary accent, let's say 10% of the time across their layouts, okay? Uh-huh. You could look to flip that and use it as your primary color. So, for example, if you think about the walls of your house, you know, um, your co- competitor might have three walls painted white and one wall paint- painted peach. Mm-hmm. And you may be like, hey, I want to paint all four walls peach. Sure. Right? So, <laughs> it's really just flipping the color application. Yeah, be quite a colorful room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, look, it's just an example, but um, color application is really important and it's something that sometimes brushed over. I think, you know, I'm pretty passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, this is why whenever a studio creates a visual identity, we make sure we clearly outline the full palette and, you know, more importantly, how those colors should be applied and in what proportion using like diagrams and that sort of thing. Yeah. It can definitely change the mood, whether you're, um, depending on the proportion of each color used. Awesome. So I've taken a look at my competitors. I've picked a palette that I think is, you know, quite unique from them, but it's still appropriate for my audience and my industry. And I've got a pretty good idea of the color application as well. And yeah, of course, I like four walls page. <laughs> and of course, I, li- I like the colors as well. You know, I think it's important for the founder to actually <laughs> like the brand as well. Although it definitely is imp- important for it to be appropriate for the audience. So now I want to talk about color and memorability. So um, when you think about brands like Coke, you know that it's usually tied to the color red or McDonald's is you know, gold or Cadbury is purple. Um, obviously, these brands have poured a lot of effort into their advertising, a lot of money into their advertising. Um, but the effect of color can still be seen in smaller brands as well. So am I right in saying that if an established brand in my space is already using something like green, um, and people know them for that color palette, then it might be worth looking into other options to differentiate. My yeah, brand. spot on. You want to be using that peach, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but in all seriousness, you know, branding 101 is standing out and color can absolutely help you do that. 
Um, the other thing you want to remember is that color is contextual, mm-hmm. right? So you need to consider your industry audience where and how your visuals will be used, okay? So mm-hmm. nothing's ever off limits, but the colors have to be appropriate for what you're selling, like we talked about before. So if you're a nutritionist focusing on healthy food choices, mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't make sense to use red and gold because those colors are, are seen, you know, Hungry Jacks or McDonald's fast food, Red Rooster, yeah. right? And there's a reason they use those as well because they signal hunger cues. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You probably don't want that if you're trying to get people <laughs> Keep to… Keep eating. Yeah. So, um, and another example is, you know, maybe you're starting a water park. Okay? <laughs> so, you probably don't want to go with brown, right? You'd probably be better off choosing colors that represent water, sun, joy, and that excitement, that those emotions that you feel. Okay, awesome. Okay, great. well, that's a really good starting point. Great, great. Glad I could assist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, one last thing um, I want to cover, and that's the audience's state of mind and, and culture as as filtering through to color two, choices. but yeah, one, one last thing. <laughs> well, what I mean… <laughs> What I mean is that if you're teaching people how to reduce stress or get a restful sleep, you probably wouldn't want to hit your audience's senses with like bright, bold colors and patterns, right? Or like, you know, culture can also impact the meaning and interpretation of color as well. So I suppose just being sensitive to those things. Yeah, 100%. If you're not serving a local audience or, you know, an audience with a different cultural background, um, yeah, you do well to make sure you take the time to learn whether their interpretation of color is the same as yours. Yeah. Um, For example, I know that in Japan, purple represents wealth and power, but in Thailand, it's actually a morning color worn by widows. So (laughs) maybe it's not the best choice depending on what product or service slash industry that you work in, right? Yeah. So crazy how color can mean different things depending on where you live in the world. Um, But Maybe I'm, I'm just thinking out loud, but maybe it's easier to eliminate colors first rather than actually choose them. I think a lot of people get hung up on like picking a color, but yeah. sometimes it's easier to be like, okay, definitely not red, definitely yeah. not, I don't know, brown, whatever. Yeah, it can be difficult sometimes when, you know, I'm designing something, I, I use that method, the good old, you know, process of an elimination, it never really fails. So, um, yeah, you're feeling a bit better about, you know, how to go about choosing your colors Yes. For your nutrition? For my fake bread, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely going with Peach. Um, so <laughs> I hope everyone got a few takeaways out of today's episode. Um, and obviously what we, we talked about today is that, you know, you really do need to go back um, to your brand strategy to inform your color choices. Everything goes back to that. And if you can focus, you can find focus in your strategy, then it makes choosing them a lot easier. Mm. So um, I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And if you're interested in leveling up your brand so that you can attract more high value clients, um, go on and make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future episodes that we release. Yes. And we'll see you guys next week. 